Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, 30 plus years now, you're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Yes, the man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves. Having defended that title after better than 33, make that 34 years. Today, I bring you the greatest, folks. That's right. The man that told me I couldn't save every puppy in the pound. Of course, I'm one of those social guys that always like to lean towards, you know, helping the poor and things like that. These are things I learned, of course, with the great Muhammad Ali. No doubt about that. A lot of lot of noise in my ear here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You shut that audio off. I really appreciate that. You, you are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network all across America, one 800 878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. What can I say? That sort of threw me off a little bit. We'll be back with Muhammad Ali. Take that back. We're going to come back with Adam West. We'll do a a tribute to Batman, and then we'll come back with a Muhammad Ali interview in the following segment. You are tuned to Sports Pilot. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Comes to you Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, of course. Saturday for one hour, Sunday for two hours, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and, of course, the American Forces Network. I do have a text line. If you'd like to hit us up on the text line, you can. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You are tuned, I hope, to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. 
This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. Just call 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. A routine question. Have you recently sold any war surplus submarines, and if so, to whom? Salt and corrosion. The infamous old enemies of the crime fighter. Here, take my bat radio. I looked it up this morning. That class of missile receives on a wavelength of 164.1. I'd say the odds against it would make even the most reckless gambler cringe. True, I did think I'd spotted it out of the corner of my eye. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. True, Robin. It was noble of that animal to hurl himself into the path of that final torpedo. He gave his life for ours. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Nevertheless, shall we give this matter further consideration over dinner tonight? Indeed, Al. I've rarely met a girl who's such a potent argument in favor of international relations. A stretch. I close my eyes and I dream of something quite astonishingly different. And all my days are trances, and all my nightly dreams are where thy dark eye glances, and where thy footsteps. Miss Kitka, 
I have the strangest feeling that I am about to be utterly and madly carried away. Do we dare? Why not? Yes, of course, why not? Of what use is a dream if not a blueprint for courageous action? Capitalists like myself who carry large sums of money often have such safety contrivances. Show me, Miss Kitka, or I'll wreck this place with my dying breath. You filthy criminals. Surrender, you criminals. You abominable outlaws. Batman to Coast Guard. Batman to Coast Guard. There is a drifting submarine two miles east of Sandy Nose Lightship. It's filled with human jetsam. They may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. It's a low neighborhood full of rum pots. They're used to curious sights, which they attribute to alcoholic delusions. Whoever dehydrated those pirates could not have foreseen their accidental rehydration with the heavy water we use in recharging the atomic pile. You saw it yourself, Robin. The slightest impact was sufficient to instantly reduce them to antimatter. No, Robin. No. It's not for mortals like us to tamper with the laws of nature. Let that be an object lesson in the dangers of tampering with the laws of Mother Nature. United World Organization. Precisely, Robin. You mean? Precisely, Robin. Precisely. Precisely, Robin. The only possible meaning. Let's commandeer a taxi. No, Robin. Brace yourself, Robin. We're going down. This could be the end. Our job is finished. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Our tribute to the great Adam West. Of course, born in 1928, lived 88 years. May he rest in peace. He was a staple in my life. Of course, growing up as a kid, he was Batman. Of course, debuting in 1966. On Monday night, it was the highest rated TV show of the year. The Riddler was the first villain. Of course, it was a two-parter. They had a Monday night and a Tuesday night show. That was the first year of Batman for 1966 on ABC. So from 738 o'clock, you know, the young kids, they got to stay up and watch Batman. May he recipes. He kicked ass, of course, in The Simpsons and had done a lot of substance then, but more power Adam West. Originally, he thought the, the role of Batman was a sin. I mean, it was a curse. That, that he saw it as like he was doomed. He couldn't get any big-time acting jobs after that, okay? But as it turns out, you know, he did real well. No doubt about that. He did real well, of course, doing his thing on TV. And, of course, I saw him at a, a show at the Cow Palace. I guess it was about... 15 years ago, and I saw him just for a brief minute. Of course, this was before you had these instant cameras in your hand and things like that. And if you wanted to take a picture with him, I think it was 10 bucks, and I didn't want to pay the 10 bucks or stand in line, something like that. But Adam West, kicking ass all the way until the age of 88 years old, died from leukemia that he recently got. He was in great health up until about six months ago, got leukemia, and it was all over. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking at the world of boxing. Speaking of boxing, October 23rd. The World Boxing Organization leaves Miami, Florida. That's right, on a cruise ship. They are bound for Cuba and the Bahamas. That's right, the WBO convention, the 30th annual convention for 2017, will take place on a cruise ship. A cruise ship. I kid you not. We leave Miami on the 23rd of October. And we'll do our thing on the cruise ship as far as, you know, getting the ratings concerned and passing new laws and regulations regarding WBO issues. And, of course, setting the 
championship agenda and the ratings. I said, that's always sort of cool to watch the, the managers and the trainers and the promoters go back and forth and argue about the ratings and why their guy should be rated over the other guy in this and that. And it's all, it's all an open process. This is like as transparent as you're ever going to be, especially in the world of boxing and sanctioning boxing matches. So everything is sort of transparent and out there. And of course, that's one of the reasons why I have the World Boxing Organization as a sponsor. I trust Paco Valcarcel, Francisco Valcarcel Sr. I trust him. I just do. I mean, I've had some other sponsors that were with other sanctioning bodies that I just had to walk away from because of the fact that, well, I'll tell you, the WBC stripped uh, Graciano Roccagini and gave the light heavyweight championship to Roy Jones. Of course, it cost him about $32 million in a court case eventually, but I went to Jose Suleiman. I told him, you're, you're not Jose Suleiman. You're Jose Silly Man. I mean, you want to take this guy's title away from him? I told him this in Aruba. I said, you want to take this guy's title away from him? Are you out of your mind? This is going to, this is going to be the downfall of WBC. You, you will outlive this. Well, he outlived it just by a couple of years. But the, uh, I think the, the jury ranked, uh, jury awarded $8 million off the top for Rocket Genie and then another $24 million in punitive damages assessed to Mr. Suleiman's uh, being in contempt of court like 35 or 40 times when he was testifying. I kid you not. He had no regard for the American jurisprudence system, and eventually he paid for it. But, of course, the WBC is still rocking and rolling with his kid run, running things right now, Mauricio Suleiman. But back to the WBO. I wouldn't be with the World Boxing Organization if I didn't think they were the most credible source in the world of boxing. Okay, I just wouldn't be there. They've got faults, but guess what? None of them are crooked. So if you'd like to join us and have a great cruise, there'll be some champions on this cruise. They haven't listed who the champions will be yet, but there's some great champions will be on this cruise with us. Of course, five days. We'll leave Monday and come back Friday, leave out of Miami. We'll go to uh, Cuba, spend some time in Cuba, and, of course, go to the Bahamas as well. So uh, another country for Pedro. That makes it country number 34 with Cuba. Haven't been to Cuba before. Came close. Was in the Bahamas before in Aruba, but not Cuba. Straight up looking forward to it. October 23rd. If you'd like to go with us, I invite you. Join us. WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. Now, part of our show today, a good majority of our show today, the Boxing Hour, is going to focus on Muhammad Ali circa 1978-1977. Of course, he and Bob Schieffer, the host of Face the Nation, got together for a couple of conversations. And Ali talked about things outside of boxing. I mean, a lot of people just hear him going, I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Well, guess what? There was a whole lot more to Muhammad Ali than just some guy screaming and boasting about boxing matches, okay? I mean, he was probably the realest human being I had ever met in my life. I mean, I traveled around the world with him. We were in Asia together. I saw him stop traffic. Traffic just came to a stop on a freeway one time. Just, everybody came to a halt. They thought they heard that the bus involved Ali, and we had to drive off the side of the road to get away. I mean, he stopped. He shook hands. He took pictures of all nine yards. And then... When we were doing our political thing, driving all around the country of Macau, the island of Macau, of course, is a gambling gambling casinos there, crazy now, not like it was back in 1993 or 1994. But when we were driving around there, he says, I don't want to go see any more politicians. Take me to a hospital. So we took him to a hospital and we saw some kids and these were kids that were dismembered. And of course, one kid had one arm and facial dismemberment and things like that. This kid's really in bad shape, you know, so. We, let, we gave him like 1200 bucks, gave him some food, food money that the nun said it would last him for an entire year. And as we left, I was crying. I teared up in the car because, you know, I had a kid that was just born a couple of years before. And I watched these kids being all abused and thrown in the street. And that's how the nuns got a hold of them in this convent. So as I'm in the back of the bus, a little, little teary-eyed, this now Muhammad Ali comes back to me. He says to me, son, 
what are you crying about? I said, well, you know, I said, that was pretty sad, boss. It just was really sad, man. He says, listen, you can't save every puppy in the pound. Patted me on the shoulder and went back to the front of the bus. He's a right. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Face the Nation Part 1 and 2 upcoming with the great Muhammad Ali on Sports Byline. <laughs> gonna come out smoking and I ain't gonna be joking. I'll be pecking and a poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 
Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Mr. Ali, you have said that uh, you like to lecture better than you like to box. You've become certainly a very well-known world figure. People know about you in every corner of the earth. You say you want to be a sort of a black Henry Kissinger. What is it you want to do after you've stopped fighting? Well, I figure that we only have so many hours a day to uh, do whatever we have to do, so many years to live, and in those years we sleep about eight hours a day, we travel, we watch television, we, if a man's 50 years old, he's lucky to say if he's had 20 years to actually live. So I would like to do the best that I can for humanity. I'm blessed by God to be recognized as the most famous face on the earth today, and I cannot think of nothing no better than helping God's creatures or helping poverty or working for good causes where I can use my name to do so to help this country in other countries where we're having various problems where my influence might help. Mohammed, what do you think you would have become if you didn't get into boxing? I really don't know. I started boxing at 12 years old. I wasn't, was not that educated in school, and uh, I don't know what I would have done. Probably for factory worker, could have been somewhere dead, wound up in the wrong game, uh, the wrong life. But if I had heard the Islamic teachings and if I've heard the Muslim teachings, and which I've accepted, I would have probably been a minister doing something else good for mankind, but not in a larger way. Mr. Ali, let me explain. Uh, I'm the law correspondent here at CBS, and they didn't bring me in because there might have been something illegal to ask you about, but uh, because they learned that I've been a Golden Glovers once in the dim past. And I want to ask you a sort of a Walter Mitty-ish question. Is there ever going to be another great white hope, a white heavyweight that's going to come in and whip all of you black heavyweights? Well, it's a great possibility. Uh, you, we can't foresee him now like they come up. Uh, we might have one now <clears throat> who might come out of the next Olympics. One might be in some gymnasium now, and he'll knock out somebody next week. We never know until it happens. Why, why are there so few American white fighters? You're going to fight a white man in uh, Germany, but why are so few American white heavyweights? I really don't know. One time we had Jack Dempsey, Gene Tooney, John L. Sullivan, Rocky Marciano, uh, Max Baird, Tony Galento. We had good fighters. Carmen Basilio, Gene Fullman, and they're just not here now. Well, then let me ask you about this Japanese wrestler. Isn't that denigrating your position as a champion to go over and... and take part in a gimmick like fighting a wrestler? I would say ordinary champion, yes, but people expect these things of me. I have a great imagination. I'm always doing something. I don't think uh, you've ever had a box on this show because the things that I've done calls for attention. So uh, this is going to be we going into the oriental world. There's things I want to do for people of the world, and I can get through them through sports. Where When I'm out of boxing, they'll all know me, and now we're working on the oriental part of the world for some things we like to do there. And we get to meet them through sports. Plus, it's, I have a family. I'm looking to take care of my family. It's a nice payday. And it's interesting. Many people want to know what would a boxer do in a wrestler. And then they'll have a chance to see. Well, now let me ask you about that nice payday. It seems to me that in February of 1975, you said all your fights from now on were going to be free, that you were going to give all the money to various black charities and to help small businesses and so forth. Not Does the money come to you or is it going to these charities? Not just black charities. We help all type charities, all type people. So I want to get that straight now. Uh, 
Yes, the monies that I make after all taxes, I said, I'd like to do all I can to help people and work for charity groups. And I want to say this on the show now. I get millions of phone calls from people thinking I'm the first national bank. We don't give away no monies. I have lawyers, I have attorneys who check the organizations, the movements, and we don't have no individuals in business uh, uh, that have propositions. It's only for groups of people who need, and this is what I want to do. Was it lawyers and attorneys who went to that Jewish old people's home in New no. York for there just about no. 50 people, or was it Muhammad Ali himself? No, this was me. This was me. And uh, But uh, things such as this, I almost don't have to get permission to help because we know this is right. There's no greed involved on no part of no individuals. Muhammad, what would you say to your son if he came to you and expressed a desire to box? Well, I would. I think I'm going to control him or help my wife to control him and that's to she educate him first and get his mind together and I wouldn't encourage him to box I'll let him do it as a game as a sport for health but not as a livelihood because it's too dangerous but teach him foreign language and and get him see we all were born for purpose every trees the moon rain snow everything God created has a purpose a man has a purpose and the wise man is he who finds his life purpose and we want to help him find his purpose in life which I'm sure is not boxing are you worried about the burden he'll have to bear being the son of Muhammad Ali I mean you're a tough act to follow well, if, I, if my act is not a good act, and if I'm not doing nothing right for people, and if my image is bad, it'll be bad. But if I can do the things that I would like to do for God and the service of mankind, then I'm sure he'll be honored to be known as my son, and he would like to follow my footsteps, and people will admire him for that. But if my image is bad, then it's bad for him. Can I go back to this question of money we were talking about before? Uh, by a rough estimate, you've made almost $25 million in purses since you came back to now, we've had the, the, the spectacle of some former champs who end up in the gutter. What are you doing to, uh, to avoid that? Are you going to avoid that? Yes, sir. I pray to Almighty God Allah do. <clears throat> I think the best thing that I can do or anybody can do is to save the money. And What's your money in, champ? Government tax-free bonds is the best thing I think a man can put his money in. Investments are bad. There are no real good investments. All of them are gambles. And we pay the government all its taxes before I get mine. And But this is why we fight so regular, because I think two halves is better than just one. So we plan to save as much as we can. And well, you're a conservative, it. aren't you, champ? Government tax-free bonds. You're a pretty conservative uh, man with your money. Well, I have a lot of conservative fellows advising me. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you about something you said just a moment ago in reply to a question by Pete. You said, advising you, son, you would say boxing was too dangerous. Has it been dangerous for you? Have you been hurt? Have you been injured? Have you been oh, yes. damaged in any My way? My jaw's been broken, and um, one nerve is just coming back from under here where uh, I couldn't feel for about a year or two. And right now, my eardrum is busted. I got my busted eardrum in Manila with Joe Frazier, training for Frazier. And I just had it rebusted the same one again. And it'll heal itself in about two weeks. But this is about all. I've had a few sore ribs. I asked because there's been some belief in some quarters that boxing was a dying sport in the United States. I noticed it dropped out of a lot of schools and a lot of colleges. I'm told that now it's coming back in some colleges. What do you think of boxing as a sport for amateurs? I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man being hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. 
But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a uh, car racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Mohammed, since this is a political year, do you have a favorite among the presidential candidates? And more interestingly, has anyone asked you for support? No, no, they haven't. Uh, uh, made a statement the other day about. I'm not voting for no one. I don't know enough about politics to nor do what I want people watching this show to be influenced by my uh, feelings because I don't know enough about it. But the only administration that's, that I really have liked is Ford's administration, administration. For simple fact, immediately after beating George Foreman, I was invited to the White House and met him and his daughter. King Hossein was just in the country and he thought enough of me, knowing that he was a Muslim. Uh, he. Uh, uh, my religion, he thought enough of me to invite me to entertain him and to meet him at the White House. So I've been to the White House twice. So if I had to do any voting, which I don't know enough about politics, but uh, I like President Ford and his administration. Can I go back to the money just for well, a just, minute? Just a moment on, on this yeah. question of endorsing somebody. You have also said that you would vote for Jimmy Carter, have I, you? I, I mentioned no names. Seems to me you were on the record in I the said, newspaper article as saying no, you would vote for Jimmy Carter. I remember I said no name. I said there's a certain fellow, I just like his smile. Well, were you but, put off by the ethnic purity remark that he made? No, I don't I don't know nothing about that. I don't I don't condemn people for making remarks or making statements. I'm sure we all make statements off camera that would get us all in trouble. But uh because somebody made a mistake, I'm one who's been criticized for things I've said, so I'm the last one to condemn any man for something he said because I'm a victim of the same circumstance. Well, you leave us kind of hung up. You like Jimmy, you like a man with a certain smile, and you I, like I, President I, Ford. I didn't say no name. <laughs> I like your smile. You like a man with a certain smile for yeah. President, and you like President Ford. Are you going to vote for both of them? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say I like him for President. I oh. just said I like the image of a certain man. I like the way he smiles. I see all the politicians smiling. What make you think I mean Carter. I pursue this for one particular reason. There's been a big problem lately in, in a diminished vote from the black segment of the American population. The blacks have not been voting in anywhere like their past strength. And so I wonder whether you as one of the recognized figures of the black community might give a, a push to black voting or whether you think of this is important. I think it's important if the man we vote for does the right job and means right for all people. I don't know too much about politics, so this is why uh, Carter, Ford, or whoever, I cannot openly make a statement who I'm supporting or who I'll vote for because I don't know. But the administration that I like and the one, I've, I've been under a few presidents since I've been popular, but I've never been honored like I have by President Ford. Well, you are. I know that you have more, more an interest in religion, and you've said that's one of the things you want to devote a lot of time to later. But now, uh, Mr. Ali, what about this image also as a womanizer that you also have? Is that going to... Uh, is that you? You're looking at me a little incredulously here. I don't know why, but I'm how, trying to figure out what you mean by woman. Well, uh, uh, you have a reputation as you're separated from your wife, and you uh, you have a reputation as a man who has a sharp eye for the ladies. Now, how is that going to be consistent with your role as a religious leader in the years ahead? Well, as far as my personal beliefs are concerned, uh, I don't talk about them in public. I don't discuss it. Okay. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO 
on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. <laughs> Seriously. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. I create my own radio stations. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You have said from time to time that a wise man can play the fool, but a fool can't act like a wise man. And then you've said, I've always got to talk. People expect it of me. Is that a role that you play? Are you trying to be a... What, actor I, what, to I, what I was talking about, I used to watch a wrestler named Gorgeous George, and he would always talk about how he's going to annihilate the bomb, and he would he would do this and do that, and people came to see him get beat, and this is where I got the idea. So the talking and the gimmicks and the predicting, uh, which I don't do nowadays like I used to, was only to promote the fights, which has now uh, elevated me over all athletes in the history of the world as far as uh, drawing power and world attractions concerns. So this is just for purpose of publicity, all the talking. That's why I did that. I don't have to do it. 
You kind of kind of kind of disappoint me. I have to admit. I sort of thought this 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 poetry, this float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, was the real Ali, not some kind of a commercial gimmick. No, that's all. It wasn't a commercial gimmick, but it was promotion, and it it was the real Ali. I do float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, but the little poems and the gimmicks were just uh, to promote the fights. To, to newspapers gave them something to write about. If I can go back just for a minute, and this is obviously men in, in a spirit of friend, friendliness. Uh, the question of the, Muhammad, uh, the Islamic religion and your future in that, do you, uh, the impression one gets is perhaps uh, it is loosening up a bit after the death of Elijah Muhammad. Uh, do you think it's changing now and that your role in it can change? In view well, of what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught was good for the time during the 30s when black people had been castrated, lynched, proud of freedom and justice qualities raped he had to teach that the white man is a devil uh, his actions towards us is that of a devil now that we're no longer been lynched raped castrated we're given equal justice we can go anywhere to live even the north fights the south to have so we can have certain rights people are not acting this way today so Amber Wallace D. Muhammad is on time he's teaching us it's not the color of the physical body that makes a man a devil God don't look at our colors minds hearts have no color God look at our minds and our actions and our deeds so we have white Muslims brown Muslims red Muslims yellow Muslims all colors so it's the color so the big thing in the change now we have white people who have accepted our faith and we now recognize all men as brothers and we look at them according to their works so some blacks can do evil and white so it's not the color now we look at the actions now how about the money though there have been reports that the Muslims to a large extent controlled uh, and received a lot of your money is how much of, what truth is there to that there's no truth whatsoever. Uh, I wish I could give more to my cause than I do. Uh, who receives most of my money is the American government. I have made about $31 million up until this time, and the government has taken about $28 million. So I don't have no money to give to my religion like I want to. The government has taken it. I'll make... One million five hundred thousand for the fight I just had. Uh, I'll be doing good to go home with three hundred and fifty thousand out of one million five hundred thousand because of all those taxes and state and federal and the government. So the government will take the monies, not my religion. Mohammed, uh, in your book, The Greatest, there seems to be a great deal of revisionist history. You tell us that you weren't brought up in middle-class comfort but semi-poverty. You tell us you're not a direct descendant of Henry Clay. And you tell us it wasn't a white Louisville cop named Joe Martin who started you unboxing, but a black instructor in Louisville. And this f flies in the face of all the research we've done over the past 15 years. How did we miss it? I mean, well, Joe Martin was the man who I first started boxing with. Joe Martin uh, is a white patrolman in Louisville, Kentucky, who held boxing at the Columbia Gym. And he had a show called Tomorrow's Champions. But during that time, well, the blacks were a little held back. So Fred Stoner was the best trainer. Fred, I would train with Joe Martin at 8 o'clock and go to 
10 o'clock and train with Joe Martin. That's where I learned, I mean, Fred Stoner. That's where I learned my science, my boxing ability, my dancing ability, all my skills. But I had to go back to Joe Martin in order to stay with him to get on the television, which he had the connections and the complexions to get the protections. So I stayed with him. But the man who actually trained me to taught me my skills was uh, Fred Stoner. But the man who... Uh, took me around the country, got me the publicity, and put me in the right places with Joe Martin. So this is how I had to make it in that southern city. But what about you say you grew up in semi-poverty? And your father was a fairly successful When I say semi-poverty, I mean many days we didn't have food, and many days we had to put uh, cardboard in our shoes, and many days the car wouldn't start because it was always 15 years too old, and many days the toilet wouldn't flush because the plumbing was broke, or many days we had to put a uh, pan uh, under the roof because the water had leaked in the kitchen, we couldn't afford to fix it, or uh, the cellar would fill up during rain, and we had to take a bucket and put the water out. My mother and father did all they could, and with the monies they made, they raised me good, and to, this is why I'm as great as I am now, because of my mother and father and the help of God. So, and the way I never had to work, and they did all they could to feed me. So this is why I'm where I'm at. But semi-poverty compared to what I know and you know, we may go out tomorrow and spend $150 for dinner if we take three people. The average family in America today feeds a family of two weeks on $150. Well, uh, would you, were you ever asked during that period of time to throw a fight? No, sir. I see this stuff in movies, but... Well, I want to ask you about that. Is that just in the movies, or is there a lot of that in, in All boxing? I know is from the movies. I've never had nobody say, throw a fight. I have never knew nobody who did. And I, probably in the past, these things have happened, but I know nothing about it. You also report in, in the book that uh, you threw your Olympic gold medal into the river after a couple of racist incidents. Do you regret that now? Do you wish you had the medal yes, back sir. now that the country has changed? I wish I had my medal. I might try to go back and find that medal. Uh, something happened to me one day, and I just got mad and threw the medal away. Can I ask you one question about your, the Supreme Court decision? There was a report around the Supreme Court that the justices had first voted to uphold your conviction, and then later that they switched and it was unanimously to overturn it. Did you and your lawyers ever hear that rumor? No, sir. I've never heard that before. Do you think that the system of justice dealt fairly with you? Yes, sir. I know they have. Uh, I'll say this. We have a lot of moral problems in America, but America's the greatest country in the world. I've been throughout the world. The best schooling system, the best uh, educational system, the medical system, the highways, the cars, the airplanes, the television shows, and this is why, but morally, uh, we need to be uplifted. And the greatest moral teacher that we have in America is the Honorable Wallace D. Muhammad. And we are now looking to tell the people more about him. Muhammad, let me bring a couple of questions out of left field. We talked about this once. Do you believe in life on other planets? And two, do you believe in reincarnation? And if you do, who would you come back as? Yes, I believe in life. I believe there is. I'm not really sure. I don't think none of us can prove it, but I've heard the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teach that there's life on Mars. I believe, uh, if I believe in reincarnation, um, I don't know if it's just a quick question, but I would like to come back as um, Wallace Muhammad. 
our great Muslim leader in America. To us, he's everything because he's teaching us all about ourselves, about God, how to treat people, how to eat, everything, my whole life, everything that I do, everything that I represent, all I think about when I'm fighting is I'm a Wallace D. Muhammad and his program. He's the only man that I really admire and I would like to come back as him. Let me ask you one question, which I don't know whether it's out of left field or right field about Muslims in America, one of the things that uh, people think about is the conflict in the Arabic world between Muslims and Jews. Uh, some people who are Jewish in this country get worried about black Muslims, and yet you show very little in the way of signs of anti-Semitism. It doesn't no. seem to be any, any parallel there. No, well, I would like to, for you to look at me as a true one, as far as true belief is concerned. Uh, we don't have black Muslims here. That's a press word. We have white brothers. We have brown, red, and yellow. All colors can be Muslims. And as far as the conflict is concerned in those countries, I don't know too much about it. And I'm looking for peace one day with all people. Uh, Mr. Ali, uh, you're obviously a very bright man, and yet we're told that at one time that you flunked the draft exam because of the mental test. Did you throw that? Did, did you throw, was that one fight you, you threw, or was it fixed? The reason I'm laughing is because it was true. I did fail it. I, today, I'm not a good reader. I, I don't spell good at all. If you gave me a test today, I might fail it because we don't have, we have two minutes to do the test. I, have, I told him after, the, after that, they said, Muhammad, you failed the test. I said, I told you I was the greatest, not the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad, they're going to go into filming on a movie based on your life, and you're supposed to be playing yourself. If you weren't the star, who would you like to play Muhammad Ali? I really don't know. I would have to take some time to think about it, but it's real difficult because I've never, I, I can act. They say I'm a good actor, but nobody's never written lines to me and told me what to say and then look serious. So they've invested so much Columbia Pictures in this and they really have a lot of faith and I'm thankful for that, but they don't know if I can act or not yet. Okay, thank you very much, Muhammad Ali, for being with us today on Face the Nation. You know what's tough is that when I when I when I see some of these the video of Ali on TV and I listen to Ali the the interviews here and I remember our conversations it sort of brings it brings moisture to my eyes because you know he was just so blatantly honest I mean that's just what it was I mean everything I asked him about his religion I asked him I said you know the Muslims I said you give them half of the money you make he goes and it's not enough I said what do you mean he goes a lot of that I set up for tax reasons but I'm telling you you know. The the fact that this faith, I'm a Muslim, I've been a Muslim since 1964. He goes, before that, I was just a fighter, Cassius Clay. He goes, I wouldn't be going around the world if I was just Cassius Clay, a retired fighter. Being a Muslim is what made me Muhammad Ali. Hmm, made him the greatest. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number one of two here on Sports Byline. Of course, open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. I can keep going, but the bottom line is I would run out of time. And don't forget, No Host Bard, Zach and Tag Young host, No Host Bard. That's coming up at 5 p.m. Pacific. I'm right here on Sports Byline. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. They say that actually, every time that I enter the ring, in a way, I'm going to war. They say to me daily, you are a prize fighter, what's the difference? And I like to say to those critics of the press and to the others, that there's one hell of a lot of difference. 
in fighting in the rain and going to war in Vietnam. I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man been hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a uh, car racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 
Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Oh, super <laughs> When I was knocking out all bums, my mother said, not bragging if you're telling the truth. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 34 plus years now. A radio presence, the longest running fight show in history. Check this out. Remember this name, Advantil Kurtzai. He is a boxer from Russia, 33 and 2, 22 KOs, currently the WBO interim champion. But get this, the guy's been arrested for a, uh, a mafia-related crime. In other words, he was like an enforcer. And what sort of scares me about this is about two years ago, I was given a story about boxing in the Midwest and how these Russian mafia people were corrupting boxing and they were involved in this promotion and this and that. And had I been a young guy, I'd have probably blown the story. But I said to myself, no, I'm going to let this go. And why? Because of Sergei Kobazev. Who was he? He was killed. He was a cruiserweight champion, IBF uh, Intercontinental Cruiserweight Champion back in 1995, lost the WBC title bout. But he went to a, uh, a body shop in New York City and they murdered him. I mean, actually, they shot him there. This guy shooting this number two guy in the Russian mafia in New York City. Uh, this guy knows him, shoots him. And then they take him. The guy's alive. They throw him in the trunk of a car. So they take him out somewhere and then they break his neck and then they bury him in the backyard of some house in Brooklyn, New York. And I mean, that's how primitive the Russian mob is. They buried him in, in, in the mafia Don's backyard. I mean, I don't think John Gotti buried people in his backyard. He wasn't that dumb. Anyway, the Russians did. Evidently, uh, eventually, people were sent to prison for this. But when I think about what the Russian mob has done as far as boxing is concerned, man, that's when I take a step back. You don't mess with the Russians. And 20 years ago, you didn't mess with the Colombians. This is the way it is. I mean, way of the world. Talk about survival of the fittest, baby. That's right. You got to tell it like it is, but you also got to know when to pull your punches. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am an award-winning writer and, of course, journalist and columnist for ringtalk.com. I've done my time in the past with the SF Examiner, SS Magazine. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is this is only hour number one of two on Sports Byline. Upcoming, Ring Talk, hour number two. We're talking mixed martial arts on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. <laughs> 